a society, we have done plenty of research, invested in classroom teaching, focused on school lunchrooms, and still, our youth face health issues from diabetes to obesity. They head out after graduation not knowing how to cook a meal for themselves. They have no idea where their food comes from or why they feel bad after some meals. Most students and educators have a general understanding that a healthy diet is important. And if you ask them to sort out the healthy from unhealthy foods, they could. But what is less familiar is what a healthy diet actually feels and tastes like. So the question is, how do we make nutrition engaging to students so they can see food as a fundamental component to health? On today's podcast, we highlight the progress Health Corps has made by building rapport with students. By being role models and cheerleaders, we help students become their own advocates to change their own approach to food and also that of their communities. Hi, my name is Margarita Moran-Lopez. I'm a Health Corps program coordinator in Oxnard. I studied at UCSB and I got my bachelor's in biopsychology there. After that, I worked in physical therapy. After that, I started working with teens and I've been working with teens about two years. I grew up eating home-cooked meals. Um, I am Mexican, so that meant mostly beans, rice, tortillas, meat, salsas. Although I had a very heavy grain diet, I am very lucky that my parents also enforced healthy eating habits and didn't allow me to drink too much soda, to have too much candy. I only had the occasional treats like chips and candy and ice cream, which I do enjoy. With me today, I have Lena. Hi, I'm Lena. I'm a senior at Oxnard Union High School District. My favorite subject in school is probably Ivy Biology. I'm very interested in studying medical studies inside of school and also outside of school. I'm also a captain on the track team here, and I'm also a wellness peer at my school's wellness center. And some of my favorite foods are cooked by my grandma. I really love her home-cooked meals. And I kind of approach eating by just eating what I enjoy and what makes my body feel good. Nice. Thanks, Lena. Happy to have you. Thank you. I think I remember when I met you. Do you remember when you met me? Was it the health fair? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah, I believe it was in the health fair. So Mm -hmm. as a coordinator, part of what I do is I collaborate with the different schools and I help them put on uh, large events that we call health fairs. Mm -hmm. They're very fun. Uh, Lena happens to be a wellness peer here at the school. So she was a main component in helping create this health fair. That's originally where I met her. I grew up in Oxnard. I've been here since I was four years old. And So I'm very lucky to work in Oxford in a place where I've grown up in, right? So not only have I gone through the school district, I get to understand the community better. I know where their parents come from. I know what the experience is like here. I know what school is is like going here. But now as an educator, I get to see how schools have transformed because of different resources like DoorDash or like um, common food trucks. When I go into the schools, I see that students treat food kind of as a necessity, And so do the families around us. We don't really look for what's the best meal for us. What's the best meal that's going to make me the healthiest and live the longest. We think about what food can I get on the table, right? What can I feed my family tonight? What can I do with these resources that I have? And then going into the schools, I also see how students are in a sense, just told that they have to eat, but not why, Mm -hmm. or why these foods are good for you. They're told you have to grab your milk, you have to grab your fruit, and you have to grab whatever other thing we have for you today. No questions asked. And same thing at home, like I mentioned, right? You eat what you have. Mm -hmm. So what I see strongly in Oxnard is that there's no regard to food as health. We don't see food as medicine. We just see it as a means to survive 
instead of a tool to thrive, really. In my own family, I have my mom who's diabetic. Um, She's one of the main reasons why I've been so passionate about this type of work. She grew up eating grains. She grew up eating bread. She grew up eating tortillas. It's all she knows, and she can't see a life without it. Um, And when I try to tell her about all the different kinds of meals that she could have and how she's out of vegetables, she gives it a try maybe once and then, but she has never really given it a full chance to feel good. And she lacks that foundation from school that taught her what it actually feels and tastes like. I'm happy to be working with HealthCore because we address this. HealthCore allows us to address food and to label it as something that's of health. Food is health. Now we're moving on to meeting students where they are with regard to food options. How do you feel that has affected the way that students eat? Do you think that like society has made it easier for us to consume like fast food? How does that change in the school? Yeah, definitely. Like, I think in the office now, like we have like a whole tray so students can order their DoorDash or Uber Eats and it just comes like right out to them in the quad. Like students used to have to go through the gate and kind of be sneaky about it, but they can just order it straight through the office now, which I find is kind of funny. But it's also like a waste of money. I think students feel like they need to spend a bunch of money for food when we have good like nutrition here at school for free for students. So, yeah, yeah. Do you have an idea as to why they choose DoorDash over something else? I don't know. I think, at least in my perspective, it's kind of exciting ordering food online. Um, It's just kind of out of the ordinary because I do think that students here just eat whatever is given to them and they kind of just eat on autopilot, I guess. And a lot of students also don't eat. Like sometimes for me, if I'm not given like food directly or I don't have that exciting aspect to eating, I just will go about my day and forget to eat. And then I have to remind myself, oh, like I haven't eaten my snack or I haven't eaten my lunch today. I've also seen at other high schools, and I don't know if it happens here, but they will have elote trucks outside of their school, outside um, for after school. Mm -hmm. So they're waiting, right? For our listeners, what that is, is basically it's a street vendor who sells sweet corn with mayo on top, cheese on top, sometimes chili. It's essentially Mexican street corn. And although it is very delicious, it is also grain and fats. It's Mm -hmm. just pure grain and fats. And it's something that's very popular that I also see. Where do you go after school to get a snack? I personally bring my snacks from home to eat after practice, or I just go home and eat like a meal after practice because I'm hungry. But I think a lot of students go to like nearby convenience stores or fast food restaurants after school. And we also have ice cream trucks that come sometimes. So that's fun. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, it's fun. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And so then talking about that, What do you think is the approach students take when it comes to food? What is the approach that you would generalize of when they're eating, what they want to eat, when they're hungry? Mm -hmm. Um, I think a lot of students go throughout their day hungry if they don't have something like directly given to them or on hand that they can eat, that they want to eat exactly. I think that a lot of them, at least the people that I've talked to, would prefer to just like eat at home or like wait until they get home to eat and not eat throughout the day. Well, let me switch this on you. Mm -hmm. What is your approach to food and how you eat? I try to regulate how much I eat and try to make myself eat as much as possible throughout the day. As far as like things that are good for me, I think that my sport helps me a lot with that because I know that I have to like power my body to get through the day or else I'll feel like really bad about myself. I'll usually at school, I'll bring myself my own lunch, my own snacks. And sometimes I'll eat at the cafeteria if I don't bring my own lunch. And I enjoy that as well. 
Lena, can you tell me a little bit about family dinner time at home? Is it something regular for you? Or is it something that happens on an off chance? Tell me a little bit about that. In my family, it's pretty regular, at least for me and my dad to eat together. We both enjoy cooking a lot. So when we don't have anything else to eat, we kind of make it a fun thing and cook together, which I really enjoy personally. And sometimes it's difficult because um, some of my family does work in the afternoons and evenings, so it's hard to get the entire family together. But I do like the consistency of usually having my dad for dinner. In my family, I find it it's very difficult to get us all to sit down at the dinner table regularly. Mm-hmm. It is such a blessing when I get to sit down with them maybe on a Sunday or a Saturday mm-hmm. and we all get to sit around the table, just eat and talk for a couple hours. I mm-hmm. think it's very valuable uh, family time and it also teaches us healthy eating habits and mm-hmm. uh, eating can be social, but it's also a way to pull us together. I'm happy to hear about your family's dinner time. Do you have any insight? on other students and how they spent their dinner times at home? Um, it varies from different friends that I'm thinking about right now. Some of them, their families like rely on fast food a lot most of the time, just because parents are busy in the evenings. From what I've observed, it's kind of hard to get home cooked meals daily or like weekly even. So um, I have a lot of friends that kind of just eat what they can. When they can drive, they go pick up fast food for themselves. Let me ask you this, Lena. Do you remember how you found out about Health Court? I think I found out about Health Court through the health fair as a wellness peer. I'd known that there were like wellness events at my school before, but until I was a part of the wellness center, I wasn't really sure what Health Court was. I want to know, Lena, what caught your attention to food as health? Um, Kind of relating to you, a lot of my family is diabetic. So I've heard from a very young age that I have to start eating healthy young to protect myself. And it's always been an important thing in my life. But I've also struggled with eating myself, like regulating how much I eat. And it kind of feels like a chore sometimes. So I try to navigate not feeling that way. Why did food become the project that you chose? For that same reason, I think that a lot of students feel the same way that I do, where eating is kind of something that you have to do throughout the day. It's not something that you enjoy. And it's difficult for students to explore new foods when the same foods are given to them at school. So it doesn't feel like that exciting feeling that I was talking about earlier. Right. Yeah. So what was your approach? Talk me through kind of your brainstorming phase of coming up with Fresh Fridays. So I knew that I wanted to focus on nutrition for that reason. And given my school and its location, I figured that it would be nice to expand to like a large community and include like advocation for field workers and farm workers. So taking um, their fresh produce and advertising their farms is a big aspect in my project as well. And I'm pretty sure I finished my project proposal in like one or two days. I was really excited to get started. I remember last year, it was my first year with Health Corps. It was my first year running Project Health. And I was really struggling with getting students to want to participate in the project. I remember I had one teacher who signed up her whole class to try out Project Health. And actually, Lena, you weren't part of that class, but you had Mm -hmm. that teacher. Mm -hmm. And one way or another, you found out about the opportunity Mm -hmm. and you ran with it, even though the deadline was like you said, the deadline (laughs) was a couple of days away. Mm -hmm. You still put together a great proposal and you even managed to win some funds Mm -hmm. through it. I'm very proud of you for that. Thank you. 
So although, Lena, you weren't part of that classroom that I was working with for Project Health, Mm -hmm. Health Corps does try its best to reach out to students by teaching them about health and really making it seem as something that is for our health, more of medicine than it is for just survival. Mm -hmm. We have several lessons, like in March, we talk about nutrition. And we also have in November, we do little pop-ups that tell students about why it's important to eat whole grain breads instead of white breads. Throughout the year, we try Health Corps as an organization tries to be a pillar in supporting other students who want to lead projects in health like you have. Right. So we, for us, it's such an honor to have students who want to be advocates for their communities. Mm-hmm. And it is such an honor and a privilege to be able to support you and to provide materials for you. <clears throat> so now let's talk a little bit about the outcome of Project Health and from spring 2022. Let me give a brief description for our audience. Project Health is Health Corp's national project um, that allows students to come up with a solution to a problem that they see in their community. And these problems are typically health-related. So I've seen some students make send gardens for their schools because they thought that their schools just didn't have enough greens, didn't have a place where they could feel calm and safe. I've seen other students that have decided to take a different approach And they've decided instead to do more signage, to put signage in the bathrooms or to put signage in classrooms, just telling students to be happy, to be positive. Um, And now we have Lena here who decided to work on nutrition and Mm -hmm. she decided to put up a fruit stand every Friday at her school during lunchtime to provide students with a different kind of fruit that they can taste and take with them during their lunch. Lena, do you remember how much funding you received from Project Health in 2022? Yes, I received an initial 100 for like my project proposal to get started. And then I won a popularity vote based off of a video proposal that I created. And I won an extra couple hundred dollars of funding from that. It felt so nice um, to have like a big organization like Health Corps to find me important to fund my project. It felt really nice for me as a student and um, just got my hopes back up again that I'd be able to take this project into this year and hopefully all the way till I graduate. Did you think that you were going to take Fresh Fridays as far as you have done so? I hope so. I wasn't sure if it would be possible. I knew that I would take it all the way until the end of my junior year and extending into senior year. I wasn't sure how far we'd come. But as soon as I learned that, um, like just how much support that I had, um, I was really hopeful that I would take it until the end of this year as well. Can you tell me a little bit about the students reaction to Fresh Fridays? At first, they were a little hesitant because, I don't know, sometimes students can be kind of hesitant to engage with school activities. But I think once they realized that it was literally just me out there, um, the first couple people that would come to my stand, it would bring more and more. And now people are pretty used to me being out there. So they'll ask me, oh, what's the next fruit going to be? What's it going to be next Friday? Are you coming out this Friday? So I think people have warmed up to the project and find it um, more regular now. Can you tell me about a particular student or set of students that you've seen a behavior change? Like, for example, maybe they started engaging more with you, or maybe there's someone, someone like a friendly face that you see in the hall that asks you about Fresh Fridays here and there. Is there something that like that that you've seen because of Fresh Fridays? I've seen changes in how some students act with me. Some of them go to me if they have um, interest in creating their own personal projects or working with Health Corps. And also 
Sometimes I notice that certain groups that don't usually engage with school and student activities will be very hesitant at first, but then like one person from the group will come and then they'll be like, oh, I might as well go. And then they end up enjoying themselves at the end. And do you feel like students become have become more curious about fruits and different foods because of this exposure? I think so. Um, I've definitely brought some fruits that I know the majority of students haven't tried, me myself included. So um, it's usually very exciting for students to try them. They're like, oh my gosh, I've never tried this before. Is this edible? I'm like, yeah, it is. So it's exciting. I have been very pleasantly surprised with the way that administration uh, talks to me about Fresh Fridays. Mm -hmm. So I have to come and drop off fruit on Thursdays in the evenings, typically. The staff inside the office, they're like, ooh, fruit, what do we have this week? What do we have that week? So I've definitely seen, at least from the administrative side and kind of the teacher staff staffing side, mm-hmm. I've seen how for them it has now become a regular thing as well. Mm-hmm. And it's also something that maybe if they don't engage with you as much as the students do, mm-hmm. it's also something that they like to see on their campus. Yeah, definitely. And I think... In many ways, what that does for us is just makes it more familiar. It makes fruit more familiar. It makes eating healthy more familiar. And whether they physically engage with your booth or not, it still is changing their mindset about eating, right? Mm-hmm. And food and seeing food as health. And I think that's very beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How has your perspective changed since you started Fresh Fridays? I think I've began looking at school as something that's like a resource for me rather than something that I just have to go to. It's made school definitely more fun and feel like somewhere I like belong and I have an influence in. And um, I started using resources that are available at my school more like little things like if I run out of tape, I know that I can get tape in the office and they're like, oh yeah, here you go. Like just generally that people are nice and willing to help you out if you have something that you're aiming to do. I want to know what leadership skills you have gained from working with your peers. I think that I've gained the leadership skill of just being a friend to someone. Um, I think that it's very influential when you're friendly and respectful to people, they'll listen to you a lot better. And I think being a leader amongst people my age has helped me gain that a lot. I want to thank the Oxford Union High School District for sponsoring our programming at the Wellness Center. The Oxford Union High School District has invested in the health of their students and their communities for a very long time. And it's super crucial to have them behind us so that we can continue programming like we do with Lena. As a health core program coordinator, I have come to find that if you allow students to think for themselves, to speak for themselves, and to come up with solutions for themselves, they're really quite brilliant. I think it's very important that youth have a voice And they must speak up when they see things because they're at the end of the day, they are the future. They are the next generation to come up and we need to allow them to grow into themselves and to help shape the world that they will live in. Through my programming at all 10 different schools of the Oxford Union District, I have come to find that students don't need to have a a loud voice to be a leader. I teach regular lessons at all nine district sites where I teach students about health, fitness, nutrition, and other health core lesson topics. From the students that I teach, I have come to find that by simply asking questions or by simply engaging with the curriculum and participating in activities, students are initiating a sense of curiosity about health and wellness and their peers. They have a power that I do not have as an educator. They have a power of being 
the same age as their peers. They have the power of influencing the people around them because they look up to them, because they trust them, and because they see them as somewhat of a reflection of themselves. From my health core programming, I have come to find that there are certain students who have grown in particular from the lessons, or maybe as a result of seeing my friendly face more often. There's one student that when I met was very shy. She did not speak much. Um, and let me tell you, she actually is not from this country. She just la- she just came to the United States this year, did not know any English to begin with. So I have seen her grow, not just in language aspect. I'm very lucky that I can speak Spanish with her and communicate well with her. So I From the get-go, she's been able to communicate with me, but she did not want to engage or participate as much as she has. Over time, it has been now, I would say, five months that I've been working with her. I only get to see her once a month. But every time I come in, I get to see how she's far more engaged. She's asking more questions. She's more curious about her health. And she's very happy to see the friendly health core face that I can provide for her and the space that I can provide with the health core programming. Lena, I want to know, what have the other wellness peers or students learned about food thanks to your affiliation with health core? For example, have you maybe changed the snacks at your meetings? Or do you find that they come to you more as a resource now about health and like nutrition? Yes, I think that you've seen that in some of the meetings that we've held with the wellness center. Whenever we need any nutritional aspects in any events that we put on, which we put on about like usually two or three events each month, they usually come to me and you as well for help. And it just kind of elevates um, the quality of our events and the reliability because it's kind of difficult to get food outside of school, like through the school. So this is a really good way for us to get nutrition in. So one event that was really important to me was the Lunar New Year event, which was kind of my responsibility. It was my idea to put on because I celebrate the Lunar New Year with my family. So I'd never really celebrated it at school since like preschool. So it was very exciting for me to put on. And I figured that since in Lunar New Year, it's a tradition to celebrate with citrus fruit. Um, I figured that I would use um, some of my Fresh Fridays to bring in some oranges Do you feel like Fresh Fridays has the potential to reach a student's household? Like, Do you think that it's something that they go home and they're excited about telling their parents that they tried a new fruit? Or maybe do you think that it means that the next time they go to the grocery store, they're going to want to find that fruit to share with their family? Yeah, I think so. During your presentation that I sat in from the Ventura County Dairy Council, I found out that it takes 60 hours for behavior change to ignite. In our high school district, students only get about six to eight hours of nutrition education per year. That is nowhere near the 60 hours that are required to ignite the behavior change. HealthCorp fills that gap to help get those hours for behavior change by providing nutrition education in the month of March. We also help fill that gap by providing monthly pop-ups at the schools and through our health fairs, which engage students with the different types of foods that they could be eating. HealthCore has found that 87% of our students improve in one of our targeted behaviors around physical, nutritional, and mental health behaviors. I think it's very valuable that students have the resources that they need when it comes to having the proper education about topics like physical health, mental health, and nutritional health. I really enjoy giving students the power and the ability to care for themselves. 
I have seen students when I walk into a room, all this, all of a sudden they put their bag of chips away or they'll put their, um, their candy away because they think that I'm a hundred percent against it. And while I remind them that it's okay to have a balance and it's okay to have the snacks that you enjoy from time to time, I do appreciate the fact that they're beginning to acknowledge that food isn't just something that they consume. Food is not meant for consumption. Food is meant for enjoyment and for allowing our bodies to heal. Food is health. Food is medicine. And that is something that I have become for the students. I in no way, shape, or form shame them. I in no way or shape or form tell them that they shouldn't eat this, this, or that. What I come in and teach them is that it's important to treat food as health because it will directly impact how they feel um, and how they act, how they perform, how do they do in school, so on and so forth. So I want to flip this question to you, Lena. I want to know how your behaviors have changed since you, one, have become a leader and kind of that pillar of nutrition for your school, Mm -hmm. and two, how you have come to learn about food and your thought of it as health. Um, I think from educating myself while creating my proposal and also throughout this project, I've learned that without nutritional health, you can't have the other aspects of health, such as like mental health and physical health. You need to eat well in order to perform well at whatever physical activity. And um, it also just helps your mentality when you're eating healthy. And I think a lot of students can struggle with like guilt around eating and shame, as you mentioned. So being educated without shame by people like you can really help with their mental health as well. Yeah, I think that students can become ashamed of the way they eat because they lack the resources and the knowledge of knowing what a proper ratio of quote-unquote healthy to unhealthy foods are. A lot of students, like I mentioned, just consume. It's kind of like autopilot where they're not being mindful about what they're putting in their body. They're not 100% conscious about the, the food choices and the snack options that are around them. In many ways, they they eat what's easy, they eat what's available, they eat what they can get their hands on, what's delicious and what's quick. And when they take a moment to check in with themselves, for example, when I walk in the room and they're like, oh, she's the health lady, I need to be healthy. In that slight moment, that's when all of a sudden they're being mindful about it. So it's in the moment that they realize, that's why they start feeling ashamed. They feel ashamed because all this time they've been consuming, 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 and not really paying attention to what it is that they're doing to themselves, what they're eating. And when they're reminded, if in that moment they happen to be eating something that's just enjoyable and tasty, they might feel ashamed. I think one way that we can fight this is by giving students the knowledge and the power that they need and encouraging them to make mindful choices when it comes to their food. Because in no way should it should one feel ashamed for eating something that you enjoy? A student should not feel shame for eating a bag of chips if they wanted to eat a bag of chips. They should not feel ashamed in having a cookie if they wanted to have a cookie. But I think part of the reason why they do feel shame is because they realize in that moment that there is no balance. They're not eating a proper diet outside of that. And so they can't fully enjoy what would be considered a treat because they start to realize that everything else is a treat as well. So once students have the power and the knowledge of what to eat and when to eat it, I think that shame would go away. I admit students would not feel ashamed if they were eating healthy at home or if they were eating healthy during their lunchtime. 
they would be able to enjoy the snacks and the treats that they want because they know that at the end of the day, they're still getting great nutritional value out of the rest of their meals. Just to add a little bit onto what you're saying, I think that in Fresh Fridays, I think it's nice to give students an opportunity to kind of alleviate that shame a little bit um, instead of just like throwing away the produce that they might have gotten like with their lunch at the cafeteria. They eat their fruit right there. It's not in a container. They can just take it and go. And then they know that they got in their healthy, like fresh produce for the day. Lena, have you noticed a change in your academic or physical performance since you started Fresh Fridays or maybe even since you started eating these new different types of fruits? Yes, I think that it's also like extended me into educating myself more on just general nutrition and Even before races, I've started learning that, oh, I need to eat carbs like this many days before I race to power my body and eat like fruits in the morning and get enough electrolytes in. Like there's so many aspects that I've put into my own lifestyle because I've began educating myself on nutrition. I have seen a change in you, Lena, Mm -hmm. since I started working with you. I remember when we first met, you were kind of shy around me, kind of waiting for me to give the cue on mm-hmm. things. And since we started working, I've really seen you take more ownership of Fresh Fridays. As soon as you thought of an idea, as soon as you knew what you wanted that week, as soon as you knew what you were ready, you knew I was just a message away. And you never hesitate to really do what you need to do in order to sustain your program. Mm-hmm. I feel like I don't really need to step in. From the beginning, I didn't need to step in, which was actually something that I applaud you for. You you were willing, completely willing to do this alone without my support. And you understood that I was very busy and I couldn't be there all the time. Mm-hmm. But I feel like since you began in our very first meeting when we were talking about how this all would work out, mm-hmm. you were waiting a little bit for my cue. Mm-hmm. And then when, as soon as you were able to get, get out there during lunchtime and you had your fruit set up, it's like everything clicked for you. And mm-hmm. from that moment on, you've just been a true owner of this project and you've been a a really beautiful pillar of health in your community. And I see how your other wellness peers treat you. I see how other students treat you Mm -hmm. and it is really beautiful. And I think it's, it's something that I'm happy to support you in. I'm very happy to support you in that. Oh, thank you. Yeah. If you'd like to learn more about our lessons, go to www.healthcorps.org and follow us on social media to close today's podcast. Here's my health tip during dinner time or lunchtime, really anytime you're eating, put your phone away or don't turn the TV on. I find that a lot of families tend to eat while a movie's playing in the background, a game's playing in the background, and we fail to pay full attention to our meal and to the people around us. During dinner time, put the electronics away and focus on your food and your family. My health tip is to rephrase the way that you think about cooking. So instead of thinking, I have to cook today so that I can eat, maybe you could think like, oh, I get to cook today. I get to cook a nice recipe that I've been planning on.